Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Sugarcoated Murder, where we'll discuss and probably inappropriately laugh about and comment on. Yep, one of our favorite subjects murder. murder. Oh, and we love to bake. And why not combine our two favorite subjects baking and killers? Hello, Karen Devaney. Hey, Ann Varner. How's it going? I can barely see you all the way over there. Because we're social distancing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're in my kitchen this time because we are out of control. We're out of control. I love it. I we're absolutely love it. it we're changing it up. And now instead of a trout, we got a Leroy Brown. We have Leroy Brown on the ground. And he's typically pretty quiet, but I have a feeling... That's not going to last through this podcast. I, don't think, I think he's going to be fine because he is sleeping. Well, that is what he does best. <laughs> so if he brings in yes. a snore or two. Oh, right. Well, I'm just going to say every once in a while when he's sleeping, he jumps up and barks at something he's been dreaming about. Oh. But then he settles right back down. All right. But um, the other thing is on his resume, his very prime job in life is a professional napper. Nice. Yeah. Way to go, Leroy He is Brown. so good at it. I've never seen a dog that is better at it than him. Yeah, well, Trout might give him a run for his money. No, nope. I don't think he can. <laughs> this dog will nap through anything except for D-I-N-N-E-R. Understood. Understood. <laughs> yes. So, I'm in my kitchen today, and I feel out of place because I'm not in your kitchen, which is a little weird. I'm fine with it. So... So now that you're in your kitchen, Shona, what are you baking? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm baking. Ready? I'm ready. I'm baking a caramel cake. Ooh, Lord mercy. <laughs> and I can only tell you that a caramel cake is something that I equate to a labor of love. I love a caramel it cake. It is so good, and there's many steps to it. I try to I try to condense it <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> so, um, and... But I do like this recipe, but I, I will tell you that as I explain the recipe to you, I'm going to tell you some things that maybe the recipe doesn't call for that I do or that it says do this and I sure. don't do that. Oh, so, yeah. Everybody you know. needs some tips and, tips and tricks. Trip, t- trips and tricks. No. no. <laughs> that's no. a whole nother. That's camping. That's camping. We're not doing camping. That's no. not us. No, 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 no. So um, I've already started gotten a head start because it does take a long time. So okay. I've already made my cake layers. Yes, good job. And I've pulled them out of the oven and they're cooling. It smells fantastic. Okay, in so I'm gonna kitchen. I'm gonna just talk about what I did for the layers. Let's hear it. Okay. So and I'm getting this from Adapinch.com because I really I really do get some other recipes from them sometimes. I have, I've had some success with their recipes as well. I have too, and this is called a Southern Caramel Cake. Oh, right. So, and I, I didn't wear my pearls when I made it, but I will wear some pearls when I eat it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this girl says it's her grandmother's recipe, so that's the first thing. You always know it's going to be good when it's your grandma's When it's recipe. grandma's, yes. Then and then she and says, true. and I didn't change a thing. There you go. <laughs> but, but I kind of did. So um, it, it calls, of course, for sugar and 
you know, all the good flour stuff. But this also has buttermilk in it, which I do like because it does help keep things moist. Agreed. Which the only thing that ever should be moist is a cupcake or a cake. Yes. So um, it calls for two sticks of butter. And she didn't put whether it was salted or unsalted. And she said that um, her grandmother always used salted, but a lot of recipes out there say unsalted. I, I am a big believer in salted butter. I agree. So I like a pinch of salt with my butter. Me too. So I used the salted butter, two sugar, two sugars, two sugars, Just please. Just a couple packets. Just two sugars, two cubes. No, <laughs> it'd be two cups of sugar. Anyway, you've got eggs and self-rising flour, buttermilk, vanilla. That's what is in this cake. Okay. So, and then you, of course, you do it, um, you know, like... In steps, so I'm gonna give you my steps. Well, okay, you all can right. Do that. So I cream together my butter and my sugar. But the first thing I do is I like to start whipping my butter. Whip it first Whip it real before good. I put the sugar in it because I think it helps get it to oh, a fluffy stage. Have to. It's important. Yeah. It's essential. And I always use room room temperature butter. Right, right. So that's the thing. That's really important to me too. And so you cream the butter and sugar together until it's very creamy. And then you start adding your eggs. Um, I think Grandma used to say one at one at one at the time. Cream your eggs one at the time, but it's one at a time. Right. So one at a time, you cream them into your butter and sugar mixture. And see, at this point, I don't think you can mix it too much. But I think once the flour gets in it, then you can overmix it, and you can kind of break up that gluten a little bit. And so you got to watch that. So you start adding your butter milk and your flour alternately you start with your flour and then you do a little bit of flour a little bit of buttermilk and then you and you mix it and then you do a little bit of flour mix it a little bit of buttermilk mix it but you do and i just do enough mixing so that you don't see the flour anymore and then do you end on your dry ingredient or wet ingredient i end on whatever the hell ends up ending understood <laughs> i just start in a particular way but i don't care how it ends okay so and then um at the very end, I add my vanilla. All right. And I just give it a quick mix. Okay. You you don't want to overmix once you get that vanilla in there. No, you do not. Then it says to spread it in three nine-inch pans. I disagree. I think this doesn't make enough to make to make me comfortable with a nine-inch pan. I prefer a seven or an eight-inch pan. Yeah, I like an eight-inch pan myself. Right. Because I Makes think it a little thicker. I like a nice thick I, layer. I, I don't want too, it too thin. I don't want it too thin. And when you put it in that nine inch, if you if you don't get the cooking right, it gets a little dry and crumbly. I and agree. this kind of cake is very easy to get dry and crumbly. It is. You got to be real careful. So, but I still I still do the same amount of time. Right. That it calls for. So you bake it in a three hundred and fifty degree oven. I do the parchment paper in the bottom yeah. of my pan, and also either butter or spray it. Yeah, now that I watch the Great British Baking Show, yeah. I always do parchment paper it's, in my pans. It it's almost it so a no-fail. And I'll be really honest with you, lately I've been real fancy, and I've been buying the pre-cut parchment paper. It's the best. It works so much better. Well, it just saves you so much time because you don't have to yes. stencil, you don't have to use that pencil and, yes. and cut it on, no, it's just not it's for amazing. me. It's amazing. It really does save time and, and I know really Walmart not, sells them. It's also. not that much more expensive. It's worth it. Some things, it's worth paying for the convenience. Yeah, so if you want to find it, it's, it, we found it at Walmart and it's in their baking section in the store part, not in the grocery store Yeah, part. like the party um, section and yeah. then there's like a bake 
a decorating section for yeah. cakes and stuff. That's where it is. So anyway, um, I baked these. It said 20 minutes. I did 20 minutes. I didn't add to it just because it was a little bit thicker. Right. And I was happy with it. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing is when you when it starts to pull away from the sides just a little bit, then it should be good. Yeah. And then, of course, it's set in the middle. But sometimes it's set in the middle and you can't really tell if it's all the way through. I, mean, I, don't I usually think... use the finger tap. You yeah, know, I do the I finger tap. I can do a tap. cake tester, but that has has failed me a couple of times. Right. Yeah. So um, you must not be using it right. I'm sure I'm not holding my mouth correctly. <laughs> so anyway, those are out, and I've turned them out onto um, cooling racks, and so they're cooling. Now, the one thing that this recipe does not talk about that I'll cover now, and then I'll let you get to your murder, is because I'm always afraid that my cake for my caramel cake is going to be dry. I usually whip up a little bit of butter, brown sugar and a titch of vanilla and melt it. Mm -hmm. And then I use that and brush it on my layers right. at, while it's cooling because then I feel like you get a little bit more seeping in there, a little bit more moisture. Right. That is an option that I do that I don't even think I've ever read it anywhere that you have to do it or you yeah. should do it, but I like it. I should. So, I'm sure I'll like it too. I'm sure you will. Can't so, wait. I know. So anyway, that's what I've done so far. And I'm gonna start on the icing. It takes a little while for the icing to get right, and so I'm going to start on it while you are talking about mud. You cover all the sweet shit. I'm going to cover all the sick shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the salty. Salty. Salty twisted, bloody stuff. Horrible. Rhyme. <laughs> twisted. I like oh, a twisted. Rhyme. This right. one's crazy, and let me just give a shout out to one of our fans, Missy suggested this one. Oh, I did awesome. some research. It turned out to be a fantastic story. So thank you, thank you for our fan, Missy. Missy, for, for thank you. We love you. And this just proves if you send suggestions, we actually do follow we through. Really do. Yeah. yeah. But you got to put it in an email. Otherwise, yeah. we won't remember. Well, we'll miss it if it's posted. It's It will go, oh, yeah, thank you. And then right out of our brains. Yeah. It, it's not there anymore. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So this one takes, this is a local. I like a it local. It yeah, place in... Um, right outside of Charleston called West Ashley. I know where that is. Yes. I, think I was just in the hospital there. You certainly were. Yeah. Certainly... More than once. I went in the yes, one more than one did. time. I liked it so much the first time you I went for a second round. I swear. Yes. Mm -hmm. They got the best beef broth I've ever had. Well, duly noted. <laughs> yes. If you ever are craving some beef broth, just go to the cafeteria and ask them to whip you up a little. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could get their recipe one day and bake it. I have a feeling it's just a can of beef broth. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this happens January 2011. Okay. 65-year-old Linda Hayes and her husband have come to visit their daughter. Um, Melicity. Her name is Melicity, Melicity. Hayes. Yeah. I like it. Um, her daughter was living in fear of her ex-husband after he threatened her with a butcher knife. Oh, that's not nice. And her parents had come to try and help keep her safe. And First of all, rude behavior. Second of all, perfectly waste of a perfectly good butcher knife. I could not agree with It's not what more. that's for. It is not what that tool was intended for. It is not. So, um, Melissa's estranged husband, Ronald Ratliff, had been arrested and sent to jail for criminal domestic violence related to an incident that had happened in September. Mm. He spent 119 days in jail 
and then he was released. So this was the main reason that Melissa's parents had come to town. Because, because he was out. He was out, yeah. And threatening. And, yes. So three days after his release, Ronald Ratliff broke into Melissa's home oh. through an upstairs door. He walked into the room where her Melissa's parents sat and shot Linda twice. Her mom? Her mom. Oh, my gosh. Shot her twice. Then he pointed the gun at... at um, Melissa's husband and I wait Melissa's husband no no her dad Linda's husband I don't know if it was her dad or her stepdad it was not clear okay to me. we'll just say dad okay and he pulled the trigger but the gun jammed oh thank god and then he freaked out and ran so um Linda Hayes died um, oh, the that's mom. She, she died Melissa was not home at the time um but the police had released a be on the lookout, a bolo. Bolo. Notification, yep. Um, they thought that Ronald would run to Pensacola, Florida, where he had family and friends. Um, but he disappeared without a trace. They couldn't find him anywhere. That's a wascally wabbit right there. Right. So um, nobody saw him coming or going. There just was no sign of him. He was hunkered down. Um, and he wasn't picked up on any surveillance cameras anywhere. That's creepy. Right. And he did not check in with his friends or his family. He was just gone. Just They might have been thankful gone. for that. Right. So Melissa and her family, because they're so fearful of this man that they haven't found, um, they move into a hotel. Okay. And they're under police protection. Oh, good. Okay. Um, they've got... 24-hour days, seven days a week protection. Um, well, they were only there for three days. Okay. But then they decided that it was time to move back home after... Um, that funeral must have been knowing that he tried to kill the husband. Right. Probably would have found Melissa and killed her. And they're all gathered together as a family right. to mourn the death of Linda. Right. And, I mean, it's just like... Open air targets. Agreed, and they were. Um, there was a very heavy police presence around I mean, them, so they, they were very, to lose a parent like that, and, and to then, not be able to mourn in private. To, yeah, to not know. have any privacy. Right, and to be scared for your life. Yeah. So after the funeral, um, they moved back into the house. The house was searched by the police. Um, the family moves back in. They get the all clear, and then police set up a patrol on the house. So there are police outside the door, and then there are police in the neighborhood as well. Okay. Um, so on, so it was um, the 25th of January. Melissa attended the funeral, returned to her home, where she received family and friends mourning the loss of her oh, mother. Yeah. Around 4 o'clock, a gunshot went off inside the house. Um. And this is where I've seen some conflicting information in different news stories that were posted in, in newspaper articles. They're a little conflicting, but supposedly a gunshot went off. Um, one report said that a detective who was guarding the house ran inside and safely evacuated the eight people who were in the house. Oh my um, he then went room by room to make sure there was no threat inside the house and allowed eight people to return back inside the residence. But he checked it. He says that he checked it, oh, yes. Okay. Um, another story didn't have that, that first gunshot in. Um, 
Another story said that the gunshot had come from a window. So there was a lot of conflict. The, the most important thing to remember, though, is they are now back inside the house. The police yeah. say that they've cleared the area. And they're still protecting the house. They're still protecting the house. And at 4.15, Melissa is sitting around her kitchen table with some of her relatives, and they were watching a news report on the TV where a SWAT team had found and surrounded Ronald's van. Oh. Um, while they were watching this on TV, mm-hmm. a gunshot goes off. In their house? In the house, again. Right. Only this time... This is like a circus. Um, only this time, it hits Melissa in the shoulder. And then there's another shot, and it hits her in the back. What? Um, somebody in the house grabbed Melissa, put her in a car, and sped off to the emergency room. Oh, my gosh. At the same time, the SWAT team determines that Ronald is not in the, in the van, and they hear a call from the officer who's standing guard at Melissa's house saying, shots fired, shots fired. So the SWAT team jumps in their whatever SWAT wagon their SWAT wagon <laughs> and they head over to Melissa's house to figure out what the hell's going on yes um so the police enter and they start to go room to room they as they're looking through the house they see a spot of blood dripping from one of the vents and they immediately call for everybody to leave the house and secure the parameter all right so now they've seen blood on the ceiling that they feel like is not Melissa's. What's that song, Blood on the... Not the ceiling. Is it Blood on the Moon, Blood on the Cow? I don't know. I'm hearing Smoke in the Water. I don't know. Oh, that's what it is. Smoke in the Water. Yeah. But um, I think they say something about Blood in the Moon or Blood on the Moon. I have no idea. Yeah, I feel like it is. Yeah, okay. Smoke on the Water. I'll get it. Okay. Well, we'll all be so excited. I know, I know, because everybody needs to know my life is a song. (laughs) All right, so they've got everybody out of the house, and um, they set up a parameter, and the SWAT team um, starts to say, um, Ronald Ratliff, if you're in the house, you need to come out. You know, they're saying, come out of the house, and all this other stuff, and nothing. Not, they get no response, no movement, no nothing. So finally, they shoot gas into the house, because then they know... Um, this will get, whoever's in is going to come out. There's no way they can stand. Yeah. But still nothing. Um, no one emerges. So the team decides we're going to storm the house. So they storm the house and they enter the attic where they find the body of Ronald Ratliff. Wait a freaking minute. I know. This is really going to shake you up. It's going to shake you up because it shook me up. Well, you know what else is shaking me up is the fact that my dog is trying to eat What's in the recycle bin? Yes, of course. Dude. He's hungry. You're not hungry. Get. Let's go. Out of the kitchen. Oh, buddy. I saw him. Mama loves I you, but not, not while I'm podcasting. All right. Yes. Okay. So, they found his body. Okay? Mm-hmm. Dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his neck. Oh. It turns out... Are you ready for this? I am. Okay. 
Ronald had been living in Melissity's attic for at least three days. Ew! Right. So after he shot her mother and everybody left the house and moved into a hotel, he got into the house and hid in the attic. They found food wrappers, plates, cups, a pillow. They saw where he had been going to the bathroom. There was a... That's gross. I would be so pissed off at that man. Not just that he killed my mama. Not just that he shot me twice. But he has peed and pooped in my freaking attic. He did. He did. He did. And he had actually peeled back some of the layers of insulation. And he had laid on top of it brilliantly to not fall through. Because, you know, sometimes people hit that insulation, and then they come right through the drywall and they're hanging out of the ceiling. Yeah, I've seen that happen. <laughs> I have been witness to that. I've been witness to my husband getting the decorations for the Christmas out of the attic and yes. have slipped, and I saw two feet right hanging from the ceiling. And that was and just then, like a slip, and he didn't... Yeah. No. This guy was literally laying between he was, the eaves. And that, you talk about committed to your craft. Oh, he was You're all up in that insulation. So it's got to be itchy It's got to be itchy. It's got to be like poking in you and giving you a rash. Yeah. He was eating sandwiches and watching people. And he didn't open. So he, had the, he laid over the vent in the kitchen. He knew and just, at some point she would she was sit, sit that Because table. he knows her. Because right. And we're all a creature of habit. This just goes to show you, tonight... Sit at a different place at dinner. Everybody yeah. needs to switch it up. Make sure switch you're not sitting under up. a vent. Maybe Don't sit under a vent. Your table. And maybe just stand at the kitchen counter tonight and eat. Yeah. Just make, well, I don't know, unless you have a vent over your kitchen counter. Yeah. But I don't think I So, when you think about a vent, the, the bullets had to be pretty small, right? Yeah, I would to imagine. Through. Yeah. Or Because it really would have sucked if it had ricocheted and hit him. I'm just saying. But okay. maybe that's what happened. We don't know. Yeah. For the gunshot wound to the neck. That's true. But um, they say he committed suicide. Well, that's just easier. It's less paperwork. Right. Um, that is bananas. Yeah. Did, he, now, they, did Melissity live? So, Melissity survived the ordeal. Okay. She actually ended up filing a huge lawsuit against the Charleston County um, police, police oh. the sheriff's office. Yeah. For failing to better protect her. Um, I get it. They kind of missed a big spot. Well, the problem is with what she found out after mm-hmm. is that nobody watched the house once she left the house. To go to the hoe and tell. Nobody watched her house. Right. And they should have had somebody in the house they camping out. Yeah. Not the not the madman, right. but an actual police officer or someone. And they say that when they did their search, that they did search the attic, but... I mean, I can see, like, sticking your head up through the crawl space with a big flashlight and going in a 360-degree and then going, it's all clear, I didn't see any, right. didn't see any shadows. Right. There were nobody hiding behind a box. Yeah. I get that. But in, in hindsight, which is always 2020. Always. I think they should have walked around. Yeah. Well. Maybe they've changed their, their attic searching procedures since they then. They probably did something. She she ended up settling with them for $195,000. So she wasn't after like a whole bunch of money. I think she was after a bit more money but, than what she got. Yeah. And they settled on a number. She wasn't looking for millions upon millions. I no. think what she really wanted is for them to, to acknowledge that perhaps there was 
some fault on their part yeah for not keeping her safe um and you know on their side they said we did the best that we could we followed all of our procedures and so it kind of went back and forth but it's one of the few cases that there's ever been where somebody has um filed a lawsuit like that and actually won some kind of money yeah so good on her that she i mean yeah you gotta have a voice and i'm sure i mean talk about a devastating situation all around oh sure yeah. so you know i mean this woman obviously has been terrorized by this man more than once oh so but she shan't be anymore no that's over now that's over yes. now yes. so that's the story wow. of Ronald Ratcliffe and, and I'm so glad it wasn't Ronald Reagan because when you said it? Ronald yeah. Rur, I thought we were going Reagan. No. And I was so happy it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't think he killed anybody, but I don't know for sure. You just these days you don't know. No. You just you, you can't really take anything for granted. But I'm gonna say old Ronnie, I mean R. I. P. Ronnie, that he didn't do this one. No. No, it was Ronald Ratcliffe. Okay. Alright, well um, I feel good about that. And you know, yay that that the lady lived. I know. Good for Melissa. Yeah. Who to me sounds like Melissa in the city. Melissa in the city. Mm -hmm. yeah. But just Melissa for sure. I don't know if she still lives over in West Ashley or what her circumstance is now, but. I would hope she doesn't still live in that nasty house where he pooped and peed in the attic. I just wouldn't be able to get through she that. She might have had the attic redone. Perhaps. But I would, I don't know. I don't, if it was me personally, and this is just me personally, I, I don't think I could continue living in that house but some people may see it differently they may feel like you know this is the last place that my mother was and and i need to be with her so i don't know so how's your caramel yeah. okay well first of all i had to take a break from my caramel because i had to look up some lyrics oh thank this God. is important smoke on the water. well it wasn't smoke on the water because it's smoke on the water fire in the sky that's not it no so i'm like okay we've got to do a little bit more digging and i love to research oh yes so i found it and it's by john mellencamp who i do like or john cougar mellencamp whichever era of his life you want to refer him to and it's rain on the scarecrow blood <laughs> on the palau okay so i was very close no i think and i just wish i could hear this song who's saying smoke on the water Oh, come on. Smoke. I know I can hear them. Hold on, just give me a minute, I'll tell you. It was. Shoot. Is it smoke on a band called Deep Purple? Yeah, Deep Purple. Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I only know that song really because of Guitar Hero. Because oh. <laughs> that's a big song in Guitar Hero, which I freaking rock at, by the way. So, and I really wish that we had that in this quarantine situation, because I could be jamming oh, on some Guitar I think Hero. Your husband is probably ecstatic that you no longer have that. <laughs> or I carry Oki. Your American Idol thing that I know. Was I'm so sad. We could be doing karaoke and singing. Those judges love me. They love everybody. No, they only like me. They no. told me I should go on tour. I know, but that was You not heard it. You sat right there. And I thought to myself, what the hell kind of game is this? If <laughs> you would tell people after hearing, because hearing you upstairs when I couldn't hear the music with only your voice, I was like, what the hell is happening? Listen. What is happening? Listen. I know you took chorus. <laughs> I did take chorus. Something's not Thank working. You, <laughs> Something's not working. 
I'm telling you, they loved me. Every song I sang, they were like, Karen, you should go on tour. Or Randy Jackson would be like, dog, that was dope. <laughs> I mean, come on. Even Simon liked me. And he didn't like anybody. No, he didn't like you. He, it, it took him a minute, and no. then he loved me. Yeah. Yeah. I sing a lot. I'm just saying. So I'm between glad. Guitar Hero and American Idol, I have got some musical training. Yeah. Wow. Clearly, we shouldn't be podcasting. You should be singing. Well, I'm working on it. I just have to get the lyrics down. I always forget the lyrics. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about this caramel icing real quick. I'm still I'm still messing with it, so you're going to have to pitch in. Oh, of course. Of course I do. It's so, in, clean up, whatever. Whatever. So I'm making it in my brand new Pampered Chef. Thanks, Mary White, for your party. Cast iron. Dutch oven. Oh, yeah. And because this is what this girl's grandmother used. Of course. Okay. This is what you're going to be really excited about is that... If I have to take it out <laughs> over the fire pit... No, no. Oh, God, don't make me laugh. <laughs> no. So, um, she said her mother would stand there for hours in this rhythmic motion to get that sugar just the right color. So, I'm going to count on you for that long time. Oh, you know her mother motion. was doing all that stirring. Her grandmother had arthritis, arthritis, like I used to say, arthritis. Arthritis. But she said her hands were curled with arthritis and she would stand there for hours gripping the side of the Dutch oven and swirling that spoon just until it was the perfect color. And she was putting a curse on all the people who had done her wrong. And all the people that she was going to have to feed that damn cake to. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you my ingredients real quick. It's easy. Two cups of sugar, a cup of buttermilk, uh, half a cup of Crisco. Nice. Or oleo, as Grandma would know. Yes, yes. A half a cup of butter, which again, I use full fat butter and I use salted. Right. And one teaspoon of baking soda. Nice. So this is true caramel. This is not like you add the brown sugar to get the color. This right, is right. truly cooking the butter until it browns. Right. So. Sounds like a good time for me. How far did you get? Uh, I, I just got it going. Oh. <laughs> so while you're having fun talking about your murder, I have to stand at the stove and stir and stir and stir uh-huh okay yeah that's right i mean that's what we do we're in a partnership no it's not partnering I, it, it's partner no trust me it's partner okay it's partner now the other thing that i will tell you up front is she does not put any she does not a pe put a pecan one anywhere on her caramel cake uh, well, i don't believe in caramel cake without a pecan because i love a pecan yeah pecan a at Leroy Brown is growling. I believe he needs something. What's the matter, Bonnie? Oh, that's it. What do you need? What do you want? Do you have something to say? You don't like the pecans? How do you like your caramel, Bonnie? I don't think he likes it nutty. Hey, how do you like it? You like that caramel? <laughs> you don't want no nuts in your caramel? He's looking at us you like know we why? Because we took your nuts, so you might as well take that nuts. Uh-oh. I know. You got no nuts, buddy. <laughs> So, anyway, I put pecans, I chop up pecans, I, I like to put them in the layers, and I like to put them on top. Okay, but not in your caramel. You I do not put them put in the my caramel, caramel. I use them as a, a decorative. Decorative, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, I, agree I got this ready for whenever we get this done. Okay? And I can remember the pecan trees in Franklin where we, where we grew up. Um, this family, their last name was Stewart, 
and the grandmother and grandfather had this piece of property that had huge pecan trees, and we would go over and crack those pecans for hours. Can you remember Daddy bringing them home in the big, big brown grocery brown, bags, yes. and we each had our own pecan those were cracking? Those Stewart's. Yes, yep. and we would sit in front of the TV on yes. the card table and crack them damn pecans. Look, do we know how darn expensive pecans I were know, they're so expensive. I had no idea, so we were getting them for free. Yeah. You know, the barter system. What was the barter system? I'm That's sure right. there was some payment going out for them, but it, right. for us, it was just child labor. Exactly. Which so one, much fun. Do you want me to get somebody to help so you? So while I'm going to cook on you your... Out? Do you need to go outside? Do you have to go pee-pee? <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, we well, go. why don't we put this on pause yes. and I'll see if I can get a handler in well, to get this taken yeah. care of. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, bye. All right, we're back. Yay, we're back. I'm we're stirring, back. I'm stirring, I'm <laughs> stirring my brew. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our kids used to love that. They don't like it anymore. No, they just hang up on us. <laughs> they just hang up. Oh. Even when they're right in front of me, they hang up. Yeah. Okay, girl. All right, I have order while you are stirring. Stir. Uh, and stir slow, please. Don't be like sloshing shit around. Like, stir. Listen, <laughs> you take care of your business. I'm going to handle the business of this. All right. Well, I got some business. I got some business in Arkansas. Oh. In Arkansas. I've been to Arkansas. I ain't been there. I know. I'm so worldly. You're so I know. I had a God. flight. I had a flight from Virginia to Memphis that somehow got rerouted to Arkansas. And I was in their little airport until 2 o'clock in the morning. That sounds like fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> the air traffic control person is the one that, that actually checked all of our tickets in. Nuh-uh. And the one with the flashlights on the runway going back and forth to tell the plane where to go. That's it the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. Multitasking. Not okay. I don't feel good about anything that's multitasking when it comes to my flights. All right, let's talk about murder in Arkansas. Okay, so I nicknamed this murder the story of you're not making things better. Oh, dear. Or also known as that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that, I, that it came to mind is because I've had a particularly challenging day mm. of work when I researched this. And oh. I had a particular person on my nerves. Oh, no. And everything I did, it seemed that that person right. just undid it. Right, right. Or just did something else that didn't make sense to what we were doing and right. that I kept thinking to myself and perhaps saying out loud to myself you are not helping that does not make it better oh my so finally I had to email said person and said said person please stop you're not making it better okay. <laughs> so that's why I got that title. that makes sense okay that makes total sense this happened March 21st 1981 Woo. I know. We, it's a way back. It's God, way back. I love the 80s. I know. Well, yeah. Some of the people in this story don't like the 80s probably so much. <laughs> so, this is about a guy named Ricky Ray Rector. Mm. I mean, that's what got me going on. This Ricky Ray. Ricky Ray Rector. He went by Ray. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. If I'd known him, I would have called him Ricky Ray. Every day of his life. Absolutely. And I might have called him Ricky Ray Rector every day. Maybe. Yeah. Ricky I know. Ray. Rick, Ricky Ray. So... Ricky Ray and some of his friends. Ricky, 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 Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. Here we go again. Ricky Ray and some of his friends 
drove out to a dance hall oh. in Conway, Arkansas. All right. This dance hall was called Tommy's Old Fashioned Home Style Restaurant. Woo! So I guess maybe it was diner by day and dance hall by night. Perhaps. I'm not sure. Yeah. If y'all hear some ruffling in the noise, it's because Mr. Leroy Brown is shaking his gator <laughs> that has no stuffing in it. So they went to the dance hall, and one of the dudes in Ray's group could not afford the $3 cover charge. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Well, it was 1981. Right, right. So now it might be like $5. Don't got your $3. <laughs> $3 and I can't make you holler. <laughs> so um, the doorman refused the gentleman's entry. Well, this enrages Ricky Rat. Oh, I, I get it. So he did what I would do, and he pulled out a thirty-eight caliber pistol and started shooting. Oh. <laughs> A.K.A. You're not making this better. No, no, Ricky Ray. <laughs> Ray, you've made a bad decision. Yeah, so that's gonna work. I can't, you can't come in because your friend. Well, you can come in, but your friend can't because he don't got no money. He don't have any money. But oh, you're gonna you're gonna shoot people. Y'all can all come in. Come in, everybody. Come on, come on in. Come on. Never so, mind. Never mind yeah. about cover. This piece of shit pulls out his gun <laughs> and starts a shooting. So, he wounds two patrons and instantly killed Arthur Criswell, striking him in the throat and forehead. That man was just at the dance hall. Damn it, Ricky Ray. Probably finishing up a piece of pie this just is, as the restaurant turned into the dance hall. This has gone on long enough. It's too far, Ricky it's Ray. It's too far. It's too far. You're not making it better. A.K.A. That's not helpful. <laughs> right. So, Ricky flees in a friend's car. Runs run, Ricky, run, Ricky. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, that song. I used to sing it in my room. Run, Joey, run, Joey, run. Yes, I used to sing that on to our little turntable when we lived on Robin Hood Road at the top of our lawn. Oh, with all the windows open. Oh yeah, lots of people remember that. I'm sure they still talk about that. Which is why they're wondering why you're not singing. I know. I mean, I'm a natural. So for three days, Ricky Ray stays in the woods or stays with some relatives, eluding the police. And can I just say? Those relatives were really shitty for not telling somebody he was staying with them. But then again, you know, if he got mad because his friend couldn't get in, I don't think he's going to be real happy when you tell him you can't stay at my house. Right. So finally, his sister convinces him to turn himself in. And that's, that's All right. she's a good Samaritan. Check mark star for Ricky Ray's sister, who I'm thinking her name might have been like Rhonda. Rhonda Sue. No, it would be like... Rhonda Ray. Rhonda Ray. Ricky Ray and Rhonda Ray. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, he agrees to do this, but he says he will only turn himself into a particular police officer, oh. Robert Martin, because they were friends from childhood. And he's the only one he trusted. He don't trust no yeah. cops, but he does trust Robert Martin. Bob. I'll see Bob. I'll see Bobby. So Officer Martin, of course, agrees to coordinate this turning in, and he actually tries to make it easy on everybody and decides, I'll meet you at your mom's house. Oh, now I'm sure that means Ricky Ray's guy. mama real happy. Well, I'm Oh, Bobby seat. Martin's coming over? I'll make a pie. I'm going to make me a pie. I'm going to make him a pie, and I'm going I'm to put on some coffee. Yes. Yeah, so percolate some coffee. Percolate some coffee. We're going to have some pie. Ricky mm -hmm. Ray's coming. Bobby Martin's be, coming. It's, it's going to be, be a good time. A down in the hometown. 
So Martin goes over and he tries to put everyone at ease and he chats with um, Ricky Ray's mom and sister, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of taking the pressure off. It was a stressful situation. So Ray comes in and he greets Martin and Martin greets him. And then Martin turns around and starts talking back to the mom and the sister. At which point, Ricky Ray pulls a gun, shoots the officer in the jaw what? and neck, and instantly kills him. What? Mother, Ricky Ray! Motherfucker, you oh, so You can't rude. say that. Oh, no. Mama, no. I didn't say it. We told Mama we wouldn't say it anymore. We, 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 we promised. Mama, Daddy, Mother Trucker. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I didn't she didn't say mean it. it. Strike that. Stricken. Stricken from the Please, record. Please, editors, edit that out. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, he shoots his friend from high school, I mean, from childhood, who graciously comes to his mama's house, That's shoots what? the man in the mama's house. Now, mama got to clean the blood up. She got a dead cop in her house. Oh, my God. This is all, this is not helping. Not helping, Ricky Ray. You're not making things better. No. No. So, Ricky Ray just walks right out of mama's house, just like it's a Sunday stroll. Oh. Walks right down past his mama yard, mama's yard and turns the gun on himself and shoots himself right in the head. Uh, 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 he killed himself? That's not what I said. He said he shoots himself in the head. I did say that. Oh, he didn't kill himself. It ain't over. Dang it. He's just... Well, Ricky Ray was a failure at life. And it <laughs> turns out Ricky Ray also is a failure at death. Well, so he's really great aim at killing other people, but he can't kill himself? Gave himself a lobotomy. Oh, Lord. Destroyed his frontal lobe. Oh, Lord. And then, and then survives the damn surgery. And then now his mama's got to take care of him. <laughs> yes. Oh. No, she actually doesn't. Oh, she's like, I don't care what you do she's with She's like, him. first of all, that was not my property. I don't have to clean that up. No. I'm still cleaning up Officer Body over here. Right, right. Yeah. So, anyway... He shoots himself and gives himself a lobotomy mm. instead of a suicide. Oh, my gosh. And so, eventually, he heals from the surgery. Okay. But he ain't all there. But you don't come back from a lobotomy. Seems like you don't. Seems like we're not starfish. We don't regenerate no. tentacles or testicles in our brain. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he gets put on trial for the murders of Chris Well. And, and they find him mentally capable to stand trial. And the officer. So the defense attorneys, of course, argue he's he's rendered incompetent. Oh yeah. Okay. And they and it's a it's a long argument. It is a long argument. So the judge hears a lot of conflicting testimony from several different experts, and he decides that son of a bitch is competent to me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna be real trial. honest with you right here. My arm is a little tired. I, I mean. Oh, How yeah. long does I forgot to, to tell you, you can switch hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I'm, allowed to switch hands. I'm left-handed. I only start with my left hand. Well, you might have to I'm be tired. and start with your right hand. Okay, well, this might not go well, y'all. No, I don't know what this picture is going to turn out like, but it might not be okay. It might, it might actually just be an etch a sketch of a problem. Okay, <laughs> it might be like soup over cake. <laughs> No, I keep starring. Mm -hmm. I mean, it needs to get to be the I color understand. of peanut butter. I know what color. And it's going to actually kind of I get it, but why didn't ball. you do this? Why didn't you do this? It's busy. Oh, my God. I have to look up lyrics. Okay. Okay, so back to So the judge has said, Ricky Ray, you look good to me. <laughs> you look good. I mean, you got a weird-shaped face, but I don't care. Put a hat on your head. You're good to go. <laughs> 
So it ends up that Ricky Ray is convicted on both counts of murder, and he was gifted the death sentence. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yes. So if he can't kill himself, Arkansas will take care of him. So this trial ended in November of 1982. Okay. Okay. So, of course, there are so many appeals. So many. And he is slated to die in January of 1992. Because you've got about a 10 years that you are all on, right, right. on death row. Right, right. He, he loses all of his appeals. Sorry, people, I'm having a technical issue right now, but I'm back. Yay. Okay. So, January of 1992. I don't know how much of a history buff you are. Probably not much. Oh, well, <laughs> that's offensive. Well, I know, but this isn't, like, fun history. This is not fun history. Okay. So, in January of 1992, there was a presidential campaign going on at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was actually during the Democratic campaign to pick a Democratic person. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the governor from Arkansas, a Mr. Bill Clinton, mm. was a running. Oh, okay. And he was under a lot of scrutiny mm -hmm. because they were saying that he was very soft on social policies like mm -hmm. the law, justice. He was getting a lot of heat. So, and there comes a point in the death sentence process that only the governor can give you clemency. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't. He actually personally flew, stopped in the middle of the Democratic campaigning, flew back to Arkansas hmm. to personally attend the execution of Ricky Ray Rector. Oh, Lord have mercy. Lots of controversy. Lots. But people stopped giving him shit about not being tough on crime. Oh, Lord <laughs> have mercy. They say it was one of the big turning points in his campaign. So, um, I know a lot. Of, I read a New York Times article where they really blasted him over it because the controversy was that they were putting a man to death who was incompetent to understand. Remember how I've said this in other stories. Right. Even when you're competent enough to stay in trial, if you're if you're not competent enough at the time of your death sentence, then we, we don't put you to death. Right. And at that time, there was a lot of arguing that he still did not understand. And proof of this is in an article that I read about his last meal, because I really get into, like, what prisoners <laughs> order for their last meal. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And um, he actually had requested some pecan pie. All right. And I love a pecan pie. And I, I don't walk away from a pecan pie. But right. he left the pecan pie on the table and told the guards, save that for me. I'm going to come back and eat that later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he might not have been all there. Right. right, right. I am a proponent of, sorry, you were there when you shot the people and killed them. So now you're, this is your come up since goodbye. That's my thing. Right. I, I don't have a lot of compassion for that, I'm sure. I'm a horrible person, and I don't have to answer to that. But don't anybody write me any damn letters about it, because I don't give a crap. Right, right. So, anyway, so that was kind of proof. But it also, um, so there were, like, 120 people that showed up to watch, to witness his execution. Mm -hmm. And one of them was Clinton. And um, they said that they, you know, they have a curtain drawn, and then they heard... Ricky Bobby get let in. It Ricky was, Bobby? Not Ricky yeah. Bobby. Oh, we did not kill Ricky Bobby. <laughs> no. No. That what are you so doing? Bad. I've killed Ricky Bobby. No, Ricky Ray. Ricky Ray. Ricky Ray Rector. Oh. Anyway, so. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> no. Ricky Bobby. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, maybe Ricky Bobby should reach out to me. We could have a talk about why maybe. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> he 
could be, he could star in the movie. He could. He, he could, could play Ricky Ray Proctor. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So, anywho, what I'm trying to tell you is it took them 50 minutes to find a vein. Oh, to no. To put the lethal. And I, minutes. at that moment, connected a little bit. Yeah, they had some problems Ricky with you. Ricky right? Because... <laughs> Upon my hospital stay the first week of March, we blew out all my veins. Yeah. We went through all my veins on my hands, my arms, my armpits. We did it all. So the second time before I even went into the hospital, my doctor said, you're going to get a pick line. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy with that until I actually had to go through getting the pick line. But then once it was in, it was a dream. Right, right. Dream. So, yeah. So when wow. they were like 50 minutes. 50 minutes to get that vein. And he was groaning and moaning and putting up a fuss. And I don't blame him because it freaking hurts yeah and you take it personally well yeah so and then after that they found the vein and then they he went night 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 ricky ray and then president clinton just flew right back to his campaign and slick willie slick willie it they said it really helped him elevate himself as the candidate which of course we know that he actually won the candidacy and then won the flipping election wow so that yeah, so what a I love story. a political twist. Yeah, that was quite a But I'm telling story. you, I didn't know anything about the twist. Right. Until I was really doing you like... You were in it. In, I was like you in were in it. it, committed. Yeah, but what really got me was the Ricky Ray Rector. The <laughs> Ricky Ray. The triple R is what drew me to that. So, yeah, love so that's it. my murder. That's a great one. And Good job. how are you doing? Good. I believe the caramel is ready. Okay, so... But I, mean, I want to talk to you about uh, something yeah, yeah, um, that yeah. I discovered... Um, I don't get a lot of magazines because I feel like I just don't like them. But I do enjoy Southern Living, though I will say I'm hanging on by a string because I believe over the years that Southern Living has get, gotten so much worse. I think it's a travel ad it, yeah. with a couple recipes thrown in. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like, used um, to look for good recipes. I and like book Gardens and Guns or whatever Gardens and is. Guns is the Love second that one that one. I really enjoy. Yes. So Gardens and Guns released this week. Oh, I didn't even know you were going to talk about them. Look yeah, that. this week a trivia game called Bless Your Heart. <gasps> Yeah, oh. it's got all kinds of Southern trivia cards. No, -uh. Yeah, here's one of the questions. I want this for my birthday. In a book, in the book, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, what does Mr. Dolphus Heyman carry and drink out of a brown paper bag? Is it a Coca-Cola, beer, water, or moonshine. It's moonshine, isn't it? Girl, it's a Coca-Cola. I love him. Yeah, out of a brown paper bag. I love that. I know. Yeah. And you think that kept it cold? Like, because it's not illegal to walk around with a Coca-Cola. No, but maybe. Maybe, maybe he just didn't want people then. to know. Oh, no. Anyway, that's um, it's 200 trivia questions to prove your Southern know-how. Called Bless Your Heart. They sell it on Amazon. I they can get it through Amazon Prime for free shipping. I think it's like 20 bucks. Oh, I'm so putting that in my cart. Yeah. For when I get paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so. I just want to tell you what the next step in this icing is. Uh, okay. Well, I come to the icing. It's no. your turn. No, you have to put it in the mixer. It is now your turn <laughs> to do something with Why is you assigning me tasks? Because it's your recipe. You already did my part. You, you pre-cooked a couple of cakes. I like the recipe. Okay. No. You know no. what? You've got to take over. Hello out there? Can somebody help me? <laughs> no. She's giving me tasking. Because it's your recipe. Again, 
you're not making this better. Oh my god. <laughs> that is insane. You're insane. No, actually I'm gonna pause it real quick so I can I can get this on the mixer stand and all that kind of stuff. God, so. she like it will be back in an hour. And and I'll let you all know how she does. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I had to school her on what the hell to do. Jiminy crickets. But what you do is once you get this, it kind of starts forming up like a soft ball. And once you do, you turn that into, like I use my KitchenAid. I don't think I would ever use just a regular hand mixer. I think you need something heavy duty. And I put the whisk attachment in it. And then you start beating it until it comes out as a fluffy icing. So you're going to beat air into this ball of caramel. And then um, you've got to let that cool a little bit because you can't put I don't think it works well when you put the hot icing on the cake I think it makes the cake crumb a little bit so um, I just kind of fold it until it cools a little bit and then like if you you know it's ready because you stick your finger in it as if you were tasting it not that I would ever do that and then when you draw your <laughs> finger away you can tell that you've put your finger in it to taste it not that I would ever do that so um, that's what we've done and in the meantime, I went ahead and iced it because I'm not great at icing a cake. And so it took me a little while to get that right. And then we put some pecans on it. And then you'll see a picture of this beautiful cake. And i got to tell you, um, I might have tasted the icing and it was good. So, um, but I think my sister's got a couple things that she wants to say. Uh, and then we'll I taste just it. have one more of the bless your heart trivia question. Okay, while you're talking, can you... Just sprinkle those pecans on top, please. Just any crickets. <laughs> you are on my very last nerve. I don't really care. All right, let's see if you can get this one. Okay. In what Texas-based TV show does the coach tell his players, clear eyes, full oh heart, God. Oh. can't lose? I have chills all over. That's Friday Night Lights. Yay! My favorite, favorite. I love sports shows, not like... ESPN, but like movies about sports or any kind of show like a sitcom or a drama or a rom-com. I don't mm -hmm. care. I like it about sports. Like Rudy, don't even get me started. So, oh, I can't wait to get this game. I know it's going to be so much fun. I know. Okay. All right. So, so I've put the damn pecans on your freaking cake. Well, I appreciate that. I think about maybe it's about time she did so. I would like, oh my God. I didn't say anything. Wait, Roy. I hate I this cake. <laughs> well, you don't have to have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's have some. All right, we're going to have a little bit. Okay. And mm. let me just place it I up. I can tell you it's pretty. Well, why am I serving it? Because you're already there. Oh, my God. Somebody had to press pause and unpause. Here, have a bite. Just have a bite. Mm. Oh, my God, that icing is delicious. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, it's still just a little teeny bit warm. Oh, and I brewed myself a cup of coffee. Yeah, I didn't heaven. get that, but it's Whatever. Fine. <laughs> it's heaven. Oh, heaven guys, this is really good. We're not going to chew in your face, but we do hope that you get the recipe for this because it would be such a great thing for somebody to make for you or for your spouse or for your mom or, or your Mother's sister. Day. I'm saying Mother's Day. Your sister is not your mother. <sighs> God, she's always trying to get in on it. All right. All right. Y'all be sweet and be we'll see y'all soon. Make sure you stay well and wash your, your hands. Wash your hands. And listen, social distance.
It's We're not, not that big of a deal. Lot. Just get out of my bubble. Yeah. Okay. We love you guys Goodbye. so much. And listen. Oh, oh, oh. Look for us on, on the gram, on the Insta. Yes. Please follow us. Send we, us an email. Yes. Yeah, send us an email and let us know how you are surviving out there. Murder. Find us on our Facebook um, fan page because we love that. And we're in the process of actually building a Facebook page just for our murder. Oh, my God. And a website. Oh, my so, God. I mean, the technology is exploding. So, our email is murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have Thank a great week. Y'all. Bye. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.